1: Boom. And we're back. We are back.
0: Thanksgiving episode.
1: Thanksgiving
0: episode. That was our decision. This is close to Thanksgiving, because we're probably gonna do an episode.
1: Yeah, it's Wednesday night at like nine o'clock. Fuck,
0: ah, dude. Yeah, within three hours of Thanksgiving. Yeah. So happy Thanksgiving. Early Thanksgiving. Fuck yeah. What do you got going on tomorrow?
1: Going over Nate's house. Are you? Yep. I gotta wake up early, make a pecan pie, make some of my Brussels sprouts. Yeah. We're supposed to train tomorrow morning. I know Adam and I are training for sure at what nine. What time? Nine at nine.
0: Okay, I might be in on that. You want to train? Yeah, I want to train tomorrow, for
1: I, sure. Nine, I tra- There's a couple of those fucking maniacs are training at 6 Six, a.m. that's what I heard. It just sounds so stupid. I automatically was that's like, just no. fucking nonsense. No, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm not getting in on that. But Adam's all up for nine, so. Nine's me good. and him will be there. I think Trey said he might be there. So. Oh, that's
0: perfect. I like rolling with all you guys. Yep. So. so
1: yeah. 9 a.m. 9 a.m., man. You're committed now. Earn that turkey. I expect, I expect you to be there.
0: I see no reason why not, unless Morpheus tells me not to. If I wake up tomorrow, Morpheus says I'm 11% and practically dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: what if Morpheus' battery is dead?
0: Well, then, then I won't have to worry about it. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't always listen to Morpheus. It's more of an excuse for me to do what I want to do and then justify, and justify it one way or the other. So. I can see that. <laughs> Slippery slope. I don't feel like working hard today. I'm orange. It's good.
1: <laughs> I'm okay. It was the intelligent decision. Yeah, exactly. Not the lazy decision. It was the intelligent decision. Right,
0: right, right. Or when you're green and you want to just beat yourself into the ground. It's an intelligent thing to do.
1: Speaking of that, I found this new book I want to read. Okay. God, what's, that? what's the name of it? Uh-oh. So I can't remember the name of it, but this fucking nut job, this guy wrote... he. He rode his bike, I don't know how many, like hundreds of miles, to the base of Mount Everest, as close as he could ride a bicycle to. Got off his bike, hiked to the fucking top, no oxygen. So it's called just hiking? Well, what do you climbing. want to call it? Climbing, hiking? fear, uh, sure, whatever. Okay. He moved his body, his carcass, from the bottom okay. to the top.
0: He made it from the top to the bottom to then the top. Then he made it back
1: down, climbed back on his bicycle, and rode down however many hundred miles it was home. I, I, there's, a, there's this fucking nut job out there that just did this. Huh. I don't know if he just did it, but I just discovered about this guy. Wow. He's got some fucked up name, some Norwegian name. Is it Norwegian? Yeah, Some fucking Viking right? Some motherfucker. Viking motherfucker. Jesus. So I, gotta, I, I think I I didn't order the book yet, but I found it some, on Amazon.
0: Some remnant. Yeah, but it's getting ordered this weekend. Human potential. So
1: just when you think you are tough because Morpheus has got you in the orange, but you're working out. Yeah. You know, this motherfucker rode his bike to Mount Everest yeah. <laughs> and then walked to the top and, and this, rode his bike home.
0: <laughs> in this day and age, anyone out there who really thinks that they're tough, uh, God, dude, they're, you're deluding yourself. Yeah,
1: you know, it was delusion. Co- complete delusions of grandeur. Complete delusion. But, what about that fucking guy that was just on Joe Rogan that swam around <sighs> all of Great Britain?
0: Yeah, I heard about that. I, 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 Great episode. Yeah. I've been in center depth so Yeah, that's that's crazy. He swam. How long is
1: that? To, it, how long did it take it, him? It took him. I think he was in the water for 157 days straight, 12 hours a day swimming. Okay. It seems those are the numbers are popping in my <laughs> head. I think he swam, and he was doing like six hour. Like he would, something like he would swim for six hours, take six hours off, swim for six hours, and he just kept fucking repeating that process hmm. for 157 days straight. Wow. That's gangster.
0: I guess, yeah. That's he's fucking just, awesome. He's just like, yeah, I want to around this motherfucker. Yeah, just to prove right. I his his story. Well, his
1: story was like he had he had done some like pretty long swims, some pretty nut job things already. Yeah. And he was, he went out and yeah, I think he attempted something, whatever. And he had called, he had some buddies in the Royal Marines, and he called them up and said, "Hey, I need you to fucking tag along with me, and you know, in a boat, so I don't die or something." They got back to shore and he's healing up. And and he says to one of his Royal Marine buddies, he wanted to swim across some channel. And his buddy looked at him and he was like, "Well, why are you being such a fucking pussy? Why don't you just swim all the way around Great Britain?" And the guy was being serious. He's like, "Huh? Maybe I should fucking swim all the way around Great Britain." So that's what he did. And it was just just a buddy of his being like, "Quit fucking being a vagina." And just go all the way around. Just do it all. Just fucking do it all. Just do it all. Instead of we you know, piddling around with your stupid pussy little. Yeah, you know, you're pussy footing around here and then what just the fuck are we doing here? Swim around the whole damn
0: thing. <laughs> Worry about this channel or that channel. <laughs> exactly. Swim all the oh, channels. Oh, swim all the channels. Yeah, there you go. Fucking pussy. Huh. And then
1: ride your bike to Mount Everest <laughs> and climb that motherfucker. See, but so uh, hearing about this Mount Everest guy, I'll have his name here eventually. I'm gonna order the book this weekend. This dude has swam around Great Britain. It's kinda like I think I need to do something retarded like this in my life, like a bucket list Uh-oh. item. I don't know what yet, but I, there's something burning in the back of my brain telling me that I got to do something stupid like this, man. Something ridiculous. Something that fucking very few people in yes. the world. Have something that's putting my like life India. in danger. Not very many. Something not many other people have completed, or if any, maybe I'll come up with my own challenge of some sort. <laughs> Like one wheel across America or something. <laughs> 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 I don't know, but I feel like I need to do something. That's anyway. I don't know. This has just been a new thought this past week. Huh. I've been thinking about man. I'm a fucking puss. I haven't. I haven't swam around Great Britain. I haven't climbed Mount Everest. These guys are doing it, writing books about it. Yeah. These guys aren't special. Well, maybe they are. Well, maybe I'll find that out when I try to do something and die. But
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That's uh. Dude, yeah, that's... I don't know. I read that shit. and I'm just like, thank God for people like that. Like fucking... I don't know. Being able to... I mean, first of all, I don't know that I'd be motivated. I'd have to find something I'm motivated to do. And I'd have to be motivated beyond, I don't know, just like proving that I can. I guess.
1: Yeah, but see, you're in a little different life situation than I am. You got a family that depends on you and shit. That's true. Like, I just meet my dog. Yeah. He's getting pretty old. And so I got a couple years left. You know, where I got to be a responsible dog owner, and he's probably going to die. I mean, I hate to say it. I'm going to miss my dog, but it's just fact of yeah. life, you know? So that gives me – that's kind of my thought process. I've been thinking about this, man. That's kind of my thought process right now is that, you know, my, I think my dog might live another couple years. He's doing all right. He's 9 years old. So, you know, 10, 11. It's getting up there. That gives me a couple years to sort this out and really get a plan, figure out what I want to do, maybe start training for it. There's something. Because, you know, once my dog dies, like, I don't have a whole lot of responsibilities. I can take, like, I think they have, they offer a religious sabbatical from work. So I can take, like, six months off from work and <laughs> not lose my sabbatical. job. Yeah, I can just call it a really Like, I'm going on a fucking journey to my vision mecca or quest. some vision quest. It's a religious sabbatical. I'm, and I'm a spirit animal. That's right. Whatever we want to call it. I will yeah. slap the religious term on it. That way I can leave and I can come back and go to work if need be. Yeah something i gotta figure it out okay i will so i don't I'll,
0: know i'll be i'll be interested if you have any other ideas goes. if you have any ideas i'm open to suggestions you'll be the second one to know that's good After me <laughs> that's good so yeah shoots i don't know that's funny man i mean you mentioned it i don't really have i can't think I'm trying to think if there's yeah i don't know you know i mean to be honest with you with mountain biking like i didn't man i, I did some shit that like was really fucking like edge of what I thought I could do, and even maybe a little bit beyond it, like jumping a 40 foot gap jump. Like first time you see that, you're like, I'll never do that, and it's like you fucking do it, and it's like it's fucking big, man. You're putting your life at risk, like serious bodily injury. So I don't know. I'm part of me, I'm like, I've, you know, it's kind of
1: quench that thirst a little a bit? A little Your, bit,
0: man. Yourself? I've danced with the devil in the pale moonlight, you know? it's uh, I, I've proved to myself that I can. Like, it's not a matter of, like, if you told, like, if you challenged me, like, hey, man, we're going to fucking climb Mount Everest, it's like, I don't doubt I can fucking do it, you know? I, I, I would, I'd find a way, I'd do it, but I guess it's because, like, I've proven to myself in some ways that, like, I can... Where I'm like, I don't feel the need to go like, like to do it to find ways to do it, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, everybody's different with that, uh, as you know, as far as like what that is, but it's uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't see.
1: I've done some stupid short-term shit, like I'm saying, short-term, like immediate yeah. things like that, like you know, big jump. And so I know when I'm, If there's something I really want to do And I'm presented with it Like I can sack up And do it For the most part I've chickened out On shit also But I want something Long and grueling That is just fucking Trying to break me Mentally and physically Yeah You know that you're getting 10, 15, 20 100 days in And you still gotta Just grind And push through And shit's just Falling apart on you But you can't Fucking puss out so That's that's what I wanna do There's There's something Yeah
0: Yeah Reality presents different ways of of realization and enjoyment for all of us. I would say some people suffering is enjoyment. I mean,
1: I need. I, I've, <laughs> I've come to see it. I've came. I've come to that realization that I need a fair amount of suffering in my life. Yeah. When everything's just going easy, man, like I don't like it. It makes me uneasy. That's good. I told you that's I, why
0: I like you come around, dude. You I, it call makes me out like, of my pussy bullshit. It makes
1: me uneasy, man. Yeah. You know, I, I, everything's just going smooth and shit. I'm like, man, I know just around the corner something's gonna go fucking sideways on me. Yeah. I know it. So if I always just have a little bit of shit going sideways, I feel a little bit better. And I it's don't, probably, I it's don't probably disagree, not healthy. Man. It's probably not healthy, man. I don't,
0: no, it's, but, it's it is healthy. I mean, it's realistic. I mean, you want to be, uh, you know, yeah, that's that's realistic, man. I'm the same way on on some level, but it's the uh yeah i think the family thing is definitely part of it i got kids and wife to think of and it definitely changes funny man at uh who was it that that uh william van hoppel or the guy that, the bill the guy that, the, the social leap yeah the social leap guy i want to read that book I, was, I bought it did you yeah but
1: it's uh, sitting on my <laughs> shelf as soon as i get done with Gladwell's book, yeah. book i'm gonna get into that
0: one yeah that's one i gotta get that one uh soon but he was talking about that study on how testosterone levels uh, drop and, and you know when you get married and yeah. when you have kids. And it you know, it, it makes sense on some level and yeah, totally. I it mean, makes perfect, sense. perfect from, sense from an evolutionary man. standpoint. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't want to be out there taking fucking giant risks when you got like responsibilities and you're trying to make sure that your next generation that you've invested time and energy makes it.
1: So, listening to that interview kind of, kind of got this ball rolling for me a little bit because I started thinking about this, like, everybody that I've talked to that's had kids, they always tell you, like, how perspective shifting it is. Yeah. Like, it just changes your fucking life. Yeah. there's no way you can explain to somebody how much you love your kid unless they've had a kid. Right. from, From what I've been told. Yeah. And, I got to think about because I'm not gonna have a kid, man. I got a vasectomy back yeah. in like 2009 or whatever the fuck it was. Like I'm not procreating. It just I made that choice. It's not gonna happen. But it's, it kind of fucks with me a little bit because that's that's a something that I, a perspective shifting thing in my life that I, I can't experience now. Right, it's gone. Yeah. like that opportunity is fucking. I'm because I'm not going and getting reversed. Fuck, I don't have a girlfriend. So. <laughs> there's a few things. There's a few of, things, there's there's steps. There's a few here, right? big, huge, big steps for this perspective-shifting event to happen. Right? right. So then I was like, okay, let's just knock that out of the way. That's not going down. So what else could I do to shift my perspective? And I don't know what I'm looking for, like what kind of shift I'm hoping to have. Yeah. But so that's when I started thinking about like, huh, uh, I know, maybe I need to do something fucked up. Like something yeah. just
0: like. We're just getting nothing. I don't know the Henry Rollins show. I'm probably sure stewing around somewhere. Yeah, I, I think I, there's head.
1: been a the I went and saw Jordan Peterson and Henry um, Rollins, and there's these different interviews and shit. I don't know. I think everything's just kind of compounding a little bit. Good man. It's got my brain working. Good. So we'll see what comes of it. Yeah. Well,
0: I think that's. I think it's good, man. I think it's good. I think fuck the,
1: nothing may ever come of it. I may just fucking puss out. I don't know
0: maybe but setting that intent out there at least allows the opportunity for it to maybe come to fruition I don't
1: know. it's been like the start these thoughts started creeping into my mind like two weeks ago and this week it was really rattling around hard <laughs> really rattling around hard dude it's like god damn it man what's going on and i can't make sense of it yet i yeah. don't really know what the voices in my head or there's like arguments in my head and i don't know what the yeah, the outcome is but
0: yeah, we'll see I know man yeah that's one I I gotta say like the one like the you know you talk about like that that grueling event thing that I would have to say like I'm just not sure just reading accounts of like 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 Navy SEALs like buzz training the shit that, like those motherfuckers go through like yeah I don't know some of that stuff is insane when you talk like you know what what are you pretty sure you can make it through? Cause you know, you want to set yourself up for success. You're gonna right. take on something that you're you're reasonably sure you're gonna take you're gonna right. do. And there's like a fucking huge list of shit, and it's like, yeah, I think I could do that. Yeah, I think I could do that, yeah, I can think I could do that. And then, dude, every fucking account I've ever read of like <laughs> Navy SEALs and the shit they go through, I'm like Fuck, I don't know, man. Well, dude, I I, I don't know. that. I've is I've known hardcore. guys core. I
1: I've known a, a couple of guys that I mean these these dudes were in my eyes superhuman. <laughs> like I worked out with them. I remember there was this one this one I call him a kid, it was a few years ago. I mean, he was like 19 or 20. I mean, when it came to the physical side of things, this kid was a fucking freak. I mean, not only was he just genetically like gifted, yeah. but he there was no quitting him. Like I seen this motherfucker do shit that just did not make sense. I'd be just like throwing up in the corner, fucking dying. And this dude's like chuckling at me, just you know, just yeah. insane. I was in pretty good shape, and like I saw this fucker do a lot of shit like this. And he went, and he he went through buds, and he didn't make. Like he failed out once. And then he went and tried again, and he didn't make it through. They just you know broke him mentally. Yeah, and. It, it, yeah, dude, and that's a special type of person. That is, man, that's, that's, just that's real. Like... And I there's, a, I know another guy. There's actually another guy that I've came, you know, across in my life that I've been friends with. That again, in my eyes, this dude's a freak, and he didn't make it through. Yeah, you know, they just. It's a yeah.
0: That, I mean, that's that...
1: it's a. I mean, because not only do you got to be a you know physical just fucking monster, but you got to be a mental, 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 unbreakable. Monster. Unbra- yeah, I mean, you got to be the type of guy. To where, yeah, you can, you know, your your brain, your brain will just tell you to keep going, keep going. You you won't break the brain. And you some know, of those so dudes you,
0: fail out because they literally their their body, their gives. body shuts down. Yeah. It's like yeah, they don't want to quit. They're not gonna quit. They're not gonna quit. They're like, they, they pull to, they pull them out because they're about to fucking yeah, die. Their to bodies to are shut right? down. Yeah. yeah, and it's like man, you can't. And and, they, and that's how they fail. It's like yeah, yeah that's a yeah. So that, anyway. t- that
1: takes a special type of person to push your body to that point. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
0: just I'm glad those motherfuckers are on our side. Fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> I heard a story about there was a I was listening to an interview with this CrossFit coach, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And he said he had this this kind of younger guy who, who was, you know, the Navy SEAL type. Like he had already he went through BUDs or he was going going to go through it. <laughs> and they were about to do a workout and another one of the team members or gym members said to this dude going in like, "Hey, for you to succeed in this workout, you have to fucking kill yourself. And the coach knew, like, you can't say that to this guy. Right. Because this guy will kill himself. And the the senior member on the team said it to this kid. And the fucker, like, pretty much did kill himself. Like, he just opened up the throttle and did not fucking stop. At the end, they literally had to call an ambulance (laughs) and come take him to the hospital and so just somebody saying to him you know that he respected be like hey you don't stop unless you're fucking dead he's like okay alright done deal yeah all you gotta do is tell me that and the fucker will push like exercise himself to death literally like there's people like that man yeah (laughs) there
0: are man so yeah anyway just to like throw that out there there's a lot of you know I mean it's not like I'm talking some shit but I also definitely recognize that there's a level of whatever. That I know I don't have like that in fuck, me. I know I know I'm not that mentally tough. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but anyway, but yeah. There's like, yeah. That's. Uh, but I wanna, there's a lot of fucking interesting challenges that you can. Yeah, I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. I read, you know, just we both read a lot, so I think that that kind of, you know naturally you just you you put yourself you're thinking about situations and you're reading about people in situations and you're trying to put yourself and think about like god what would that be like what would i and and then you start to realize like fuck my life's been pretty not that exciting if you look at it from some of these yeah (laughs) people's perspective man who've either been thrust into or chosen to uh take on an adventure the test them in ways that most people i would say most people have but they just don't fucking access and they don't you know and a lot of people if they were put in that situation wouldn't access but you know everyone listening to this everyone here today made it here today because the motherfuckers in your past like could make it dude i saw this this meme on instagram i forget who posted it but and I'm going to kill it, but they are like, you know, remember that you are descended from people who were alive at the same time as megafauna, and all they had was pointy sticks. It's like, you know, the fucking giant bears and all the fucking giant woolly mammoth and all the crazy shit that you, giant fucking animals that used to be alive. And literally technology was a pointy stick and rocks. Like we were talking about that, right? Like humans basically evolved to throw rocks at lions. You know, like yeah, get, get, get enough of us together. Get enough of us together, throwing rocks and lines, and trusting that like you're gonna throw it and you're not gonna push out because the strategy. That was a key point. I thought like in that that Bill guy pointed out was like the strategy only works if I know that you're not gonna break ranks. Like you can't break ranks, and if if you do, and if I can't trust you, then this whole strategy falls to pieces and we all get fucking eaten. But yeah, man, that's what we were fucking born to do on on some level. So. It's uh we have it in us, man. Everyone here made it because someone in their past threw fucking rocks at lions and <laughs> made it. And made it. <laughs> and we just forget that that we're descended from these people. Like we're, there's no difference, you know, genetically. There's no difference. There's not these giant. It wasn't like, you know, they, they could run faster. Or, you know, there's there's was literally no difference. Like that's the thing too. I have trouble wrapping my mind around sometimes is when they talk about like. You, know, you run across the you know, people 10,000 years ago, and, and they were you and me. They were the same motherfuckers. It's it, it just they didn't have, they couldn't communicate. It's for all we know, right? They, they weren't communicating in the same way. Like They couldn't talk, and they didn't have fucking iPhones. But there was their brains were the same. Their, everything was basically the same goddamn thing. And these motherfuckers got pointy sticks surviving giant bears and woolly mammoths. And we're sitting here bitching about what you know, like fucking nonsense. So. The phone
1: not working properly. Right, right, right. Yeah. Wi-Fi <laughs> out.
0: Living in a world where, luckily, in some worlds it's good. In some ways, it's it's good, man. Like, like you want to go find that adventure, right? Like in your genes is like, I gotta fucking fight off a megaphone, a giant bear with a pointy stick. Yeah. Like without that adventure having been in my fucking you know, having been fulfilled in some ways, like I'm, uh, what is, I'm left unfulfilled in some ways. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I hear you, man. I know I I can certainly respect it for sure. So like I said, I'll be interested to see where, where this goes in the next, it
1: might not go anywhere. Who knows? I don't know, man. I don't know. Just
0: Kelly's listening to this right now going, as long as you don't drag my husband along, Rob, well,
1: that's, very <laughs> that's very possible. We're, we're getting with, this is this is the first of many conversations I think we're gonna have about. Oh, this. I know, I know. So I'm this already is, thinking like, God this is, damn
0: it, what is Rob gonna go do? What are Yeah. So, anyways. Everybody. Oh yeah,
1: I just say I gotta get the, the gears going. Yeah. This conversation got the gears going. It's good, man.
0: I know it's so easy to get in a rut, and it can be a comfortable rut.
1: And seeing you know, yet, yeah, it's, it's. I don't feel. I, I guess you know, part of me might think I'm in a rut, like. My life's not bad. Like, I have no complaints. You know, I got a roof over my head. Lights are on. Exactly. Food, food in the fridge. Exactly.
0: It's a brave new world.
1: But, and that's, that kind of is a rut. Like, it's it's like, it's too easy. You know, because it, 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 it's super easy just to coast.
0: Yeah.
1: It's super easy just to coast. Yeah. You know, that, and that's you know, part of the reason why I like jiu Like, I love that. I love getting my fucking ass whooped, dude. Just, you know, what is it, masochistic? masochistic right or is that yeah. the right word for that Not, so. yeah, masochistic we'll go with it sure as sick as that sounds like there is there's some pleasure in that like alright man like tonight on the mats didn't go quite as I had hoped I took way more ass whoopings than I had, than I dished out and that's how it's been lately because I I don't know just you know sometimes you go through those little slumps I've just been getting fucking pummeled on the mats and just haven't been able to put shit together but uh, I dig that but I think I need more of that
0: yeah Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes, yeah, I I hear you. Sometimes focusing too much on jujitsu though can stagnate the jujitsu. Yep. That's part of the rut because it's like that's like one of the reasons that I wanted to go to Albuquerque was just kind of just get the fuck out of town. I hadn't been out of Junction in so long and just shake things up a little bit because it is, man. We got it can be a comfortable little routine to get in. So, and and if you're not conscious of it, I guess that's what allows it to become a rut. Like, if you don't realize, like, all right, like, this is starting to get a little too comfortable. I need a little, little something to, to, yeah, just, just just give me that, yeah, the different perspective. So it's as funny as it sounds, like I said, that's exactly why I wanted to fucking go to Albuquerque and go through the the body weight workshop thing was just, just, dude, give my brain just a different perspective on stuff. Because it definitely helps, gives you a different way to look at stuff. So, yeah, 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 no, I hear ya. Now you. Now you're getting me all thinking. <laughs> I can
1: tell. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. I can tell. I can, I can see the workings behind the eyes. Like, all right, what's going on here? Like, how do I make sense of this? Uh, yeah. Or where is this going to lead?
0: Yeah. No, man, it's good. You only get one fucking life, yeah. really, at the end of the day. do, and,
1: and man, fucking time goes by so fast. So fast when you yeah it fucks you up when you really stop and think about it like damn like Thanksgiving's tomorrow already yeah make sure you know Christmas is gonna be over yep and we're on to fucking 2019 oh I know dude I'm
0: hitting a birthday in between so I'll be 43 before the end of the year 43 so, I know it's crazy it's Like, what the fuck is that man what is that I don't even know what to do with that number like at all like it's a crazy number so just stop
1: <clears throat> just stop thinking see that's what I'm gonna try and do like you know, uh, who's that big fucking fighter, that big African dude in the UFC? Chet Congo comes to mind, but no, the new guy. I forget the new guy. Oh, was. it's was Ghana? Yeah, yeah. It's Yeah, in, Ga- in, Ghana. in Ghana. Francis in Ghana. Yeah, yeah. Like, they don't, no one's really sure how old he is. because it's, like, it's like you know, a Cuban. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like the Cuban. Like, yeah, we're not sure when you're born. We're not really sure. Right. And that's kind of how it is with him. Like no one's quite sure. <laughs> at least he's got to right? be. A, he's in this. Uh, like yeah. they got a five-year window. Like okay. he needs here to here. Yeah, that's I, how we should live. I start like,
0: claiming like forty. Yeah, saying just least, say I'm forty-ish.
1: I'm I'm at least forty. I'm, I'm um, forty to forty-five-ish. Yeah, just fucking leave it at that.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 man. I know it does. It fucking goes by quick. Dude, so fast. So gotta grab life by the balls. It's not gonna kick its own ass.
1: No, it's not. <laughs> and then it's almost over. It's just slipping through your fingers, man. Ah, uh, it's a crazy thought. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, you can tell. I've been thinking a lot. <laughs> I know, right? This like, is fucking. I've had a lot of fucked up thoughts this past couple of weeks, man. I know, dude. You're like fucking books and fucking. You're opening interviews. my
0: vault here. It's like these are the dark thoughts at night that I'm like, oh shit, dude.
1: Oh no, dude. This was see. This was probably like I'm kind of an overthinker as it is, man. Like I obsessed on certain things too much and I, it's not healthy <laughs> and then i have a job to where i spend all day by myself fucking cruising around i mean i got little interactions with people here and there but they're they're short-lived you know just blah blah. blah hey how you doing here Sign blah blah you know i'm on I'm my way and then i'm back in my truck you know that's why that's why i listen to podcasts and shit so much because it gets me out of my own head but there's times like to where it's like i'm in and out of my truck a lot so i'm just listening to music Instead of podcasts because I'm not starting and stopping it. And man, I'll just get in my own head fucking thinking about something. And then once I get, I'm like a dog with a fucking bone. Once something gets in my head, that motherfucker just starts rattling around all goddamn day. And I can't fucking shake it. And then it drives me fucking insane sometimes, man. And Then it just spirals. And it's like, God damn it. I, yeah, you can't shut it off. No matter what you do, these fucking stupid thoughts are still going on. It's, just, yeah. it's, not, it's
0: not good, man. I know. That's where meditation helps.
1: Yeah, that's I struggle with that.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny, man. Yeah, <clears throat> that's interesting. Because I think it would be really helpful for you.
1: I've gone through streaks, man. Where I would, I think the longest streak I ever went was like six months to where I was meditating religiously. Like yeah. Every day, you know, I'd started with five minutes. And when I was pretty gravy, then I'd go 10. 15, and I was up to, I think the most I ever got to a setting, was like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. I would never do much more than that. And I did. I was pretty good for a while, but once you break that habit... It's tough. It's so hard to get back into. It is tough into. to get
0: back into. Yeah.
1: It's so hard.
0: Man, that's what I, I, I guess like even doing it selectively, though, because there'll be times... I mean, I'll, I'll admit, like, I go through streaks where I'll be more uh, consistent with it than other times. But I use it selectively, and there'll be times where it's like, all right, dude, my, I just... I, this fucking I gotta cool my brain off. I don't know. That's the only way I can really describe it. Is it feels like my brain is just redlined. And it just needs... There just needs to be a fucking you know vent open to just let the steam, let the steam out. out. That, that's how I it, operate dude. most
1: of the fucking time, man. Like that vent's broken. I can't quite open it. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. man.
0: I can feel it. And you can yeah. feel the pressure. Like almost physically feel the pressure. Like build. And, and then it's like, all right, all right. I got I to gotta slow things down here at the very least and so i found actually like it's funny man at night sometimes i'll wake up at like two three o'clock in the morning and my brain will just be spinning oh yeah and i'm like fuck and so that's when i'll do it i'll go out in the living room and uh just sit there and just meditate and it's really just breathing and 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 i'm just i'm just and this is one of the things like with the hrv stuff like you know with with uh, breathing exercises being able to shift you from that because basically your sympathetic nervous system dominant at that point like your fight or flight reflex is triggered and and you know you think there's a goddamn tiger out at its side and you can't convince yourself that like man it's not a tiger because it seems real and so you have to you know shift that nervous system away from that some other way and so that's where the meditation comes in and the breathing exercises and like trying to hack your, your you know, autonomic nervous system and, and get it to shift. And so that's where I use it a lot. Cause, like I said, man, I sit there at three o'clock in the morning. It's like, I gotta get to fucking bed. I can't sit here and let my mind spin until five o'clock. I'll be shit tomorrow.
1: That's way more intelligent than the approach I do. If I. If you really knew how many times I woke up <laughs> at like 3 or 4 in the morning because my brain's spinning like that, and I know like, all right, I'm not going back to sleep. So instead of getting up and meditating, I, I get up and go do like push-ups and fucking pull-ups and shit. Like, all right, that's my method. Like, I never thought of like meditating. I'm like, no, I'll just do some fucking push-ups. And I'll do that and I'll say, yeah, I'm still not tired. All right, let's do some fucking pull-ups. All right, some crunches. Oh, so I'll just go through this whole thing and then next thing you know, like, man, fuck it. I really don't feel like going back to bed, so I guess I'm up, you know. Here we go. Here we go, I guess the days going. Yeah. I've done that more times than I care to admit.
0: Yeah, I'd at least land back, because I felt it was quitter talk to just get up. So, I'm not a quitter, Rob. If I say I'm not getting up till X amount of time, I'm going to fucking lay there.
1: Well, see, so. I always, I'd operate under the principle to, like, <laughs> I thought I could wear myself out. No, I hear you. That was, my, just, thought, that was my thought process. That's just my excuse. So
0: but no, that's I that's what I found and I think that the but man it's 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 an interesting thing, man. Like you wanna without like getting too metaphysical or religious or whatever, like if you on some level believe that you are connected in any way to the fucking something more. The, the universe. universe, reality, God, something. Like there's just there's something more, and we're not just our own random little being in a vacuum. Like we're actually in some way connected to something more. Well then like in like you are you have access to that like it it can be a two-way thing you know and 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 if you can just and this is just my thought on it like i think this is where a lot of like you know prayer and and meditation where these things kind of cross over is if you can just quiet that fucking monkey mind and you can just shut the fuck up and realize like all right man all this sh- chatter going on is bullshit I'm connected to something bigger. I'm trying to quiet my mind so I can see. Maybe I can hear something. And it's kind of interesting how, you know, you have a problem. You have something and and you, you, you go to whatever it is, the universe, God, whatever it is, with this problem. And then you just shut the fuck up. And you just see what kind of, Pops up, man. It's really interesting the things that pop up I and mean, some of the insights that come from it. And but you got to shut the fuck yeah, yeah.
1: You got to shut. You got to shut up to hear see those insights. Yeah, you got to shut the
0: fuck yeah. up to hear it, man. It's like I, I again, like not just you know. I, I was I was raised in a religious household, so like I have a lot of connections to this stuff. But like you know, that's where like the to me that's where the quote in the Bible, like you know, you know, be still and know that I am the Lord like that's what that means is like shut the fuck up like like I have the answers and you're connected to me and if you just shut the fuck up i tell you what they are but you won't shut up you won't be still you won't be quiet and, and know that like I, I have this infinite power and I'll share it with you but you just won't do it so anyways that's just I'm, I'm not as consistent with all this shit as I'd like to be but that's kind it makes kind sense of what,
1: I mean it, it definitely makes sense
0: that's so what kind of keeps me that that's where like the meditation, like I said, like why I, you know, to me it's, it's, it is a a direct useful tool for those two things, like releasing the steam valve on my brain when it's overheated and trying to access some sort of greater intelligence that I might be connected to. Who knows? And you know, maybe I'm not, but if I am, it's, makes sense to at least try to listen to it so that's the that's kind of how i try to use it but so that's why it's like it's more it's not just meditation it's like man it's this really active tool but you just it's like icing or heat or massage it's you know it's breathing exercises and and trying to you know quiet my mind to see if i can hear something like and so it's a tool but anyways that's just I think you're a lot like I am. Like once you see the use for a tool, like, because I saw like when we went to the Steve Maxwell thing and like mobility completely changed in your mind, like, oh, that's what this fucking tool is for, right? it wasn't that you knew anything new about mobility that you didn't know before. You just suddenly were like, ah, that's how you use this thing this way. And so I feel like it's kind of the way with meditation. Like once you kind of wrap your mind and you see it the right way, you're going to be like, Oh well, fucking a. Well, that makes sense. Well, yeah, you should be meditating. Like this is how it goes, and and so, anyways, that's why I kind of harp on you a little bit about it. But, all right, noted. <laughs> yeah, noted. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there there was there was a reason this you know it was so closely connected, especially with like the samurai uh, class, the the ability to clear the mind and all of that. I mean, that's the other thing, dude, if you're a fucking combat athlete, you look at, that's a, has to have some sort of use.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, just anecdotally, just the past, like, two weeks, you know, my brain's been a little fucked up, just, you know, random different life shit, this or that, and I mean, yeah, like I've explained, I've kind of been in yeah. my own head, and that directly, like, I can't quiet my mind and just get into the zone training. That's why I keep getting my ass whooped. You know, cause I, I can't shut off. Yeah. You know, no, I mean, I'll have these little flashes where I can shut shit off. Yeah. But it's it's fucking very, very sporadic. Usually. Usually, I can shut all that outside noise off real easy when I'm training. Like all I'm thinking about is am I killing this leg? Is his hip killed? But boom, boom, boom nothing else is going on. Like right. what is it like? Not lately. It's like, oh, I got his arm killed. Oh fuck! Then <laughs> his arms getting away. God damn it! Now I got okay. He's got my foot stuck. Right, I'm getting my foot out of here. Then I start thinking about something. I'm a motherfucker. And then it just that's just just. It, yeah, yeah. And then I get mad at myself for that. And so then that fucking compounds. Like, you know yeah. what I
0: mean? Like it's just too many minds. Too many minds. Yeah. I know. I hate that. Like you know, everybody fucking loves to hate Tom Cruise, but you know, the last Samurai wasn't the worst movie. On the planet. no know, it was, it was. I thought it was a cool, totally it was historically movie historically inaccurate, and ridiculous, it was and all cool that mo- It was a it was cool movie, movie man. Cool movie. But I just, I remember that part, man, where they were, they were talking about like, you know, too many minds. You know, you fight with too many minds. You're worried what he's thinking. You're worried what he's thinking. You're worried what he's thinking. You know, you're worried about how you look. Like it's like, you got too many fucking minds going on here, man. And like, yeah, I did. I catch myself with that rolling. But that's the thing is like what you love about jujitsu is that it's meditative. Like that's what yeah. meditative is. You know what I mean? Like you are, you're outside of your mind. Like you're, you are like, this is the one, this is the thing that Musashi talked about all the time. And, and, and even in the, at the end of his book, you know, emphasizes that there's nothing outside of you. Like you, you, you already have perfect jujitsu inside of you. It's not outside of you. There's nothing that you need to learn. You just need to let fucking perfect jiu out of you. But perfect jiu-jitsu isn't you. Perfect jiu is the way. Perfect jiu-jitsu is, you know, it, it's the the universe like manifesting itself through you in this art. And if you would just be the vessel and let the universe manifest itself through you, then jiu-jitsu would flow through you. Like that, that, like that's the fucking, the message. But that's again, you have to get out of your own way. And that's that meditative state. Like when you are out of your own way, you aren't thinking. The ego's gone. All that bullshit little blah, 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 blah is gone. And you're just like, and you're like, it's just the, the fucking universe is manifesting itself through you, through this, you know, beautiful art that we do. Cause you're just like open. You're open. The fucking channel's open and you're letting it come through. And so, I think that that's where, like, meditation came in, was, like, it was a way to practice that ability to do that more consciously, rather than have to rely on the activity to put you in there, kind of thing. And so, that way, when you were doing the activity, it was easier to put yourself there if you weren't. And so... Again, this is my theory and now as I talk about it, I wish it, I meditated more consistently Yeah, that's
1: a good way to see that tool for me. You know, is yeah, it's a if you can do if you can get yourself into that frame of mind without any external factors, without the jiu jitsu, without without your opponent trying to fuck you up. Yeah. If you're good at doing that just sitting at home, then when you're on the mat and you got your opponent trying to whoop your ass, it's super easy yeah. just to be in that. Yeah, yep. they're right from the right frame of mind. Yeah, I can see
0: that. Yeah, no, because that's what it is, man, and that's the thing I keep trying to go. But
1: I never thought about it like that. No, I never thought about. Yeah, I never thought about that, like being. Okay, I mean, I thought about it being the same kind of state of mind, but I never thought of just using regular meditation as like training your mind to get into that state easier for when you're. Right. Strapping.
0: Yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. It just seems so simple. It does seem, yeah. I don't know why I never really thought about that. That's one of the things too, like with the, like, um, again, there's a lot of different types of meditation, but like, from my understanding and the reading that I had, the, like the Zen meditation that the samurai practiced, it wasn't where you were trying to tune everything out. You're actually trying to make yourself hyper aware of everything around you. And again, you can't do that when you're thinking about things. So again, there's kind of this, like, I think, um, misconception that a lot of people have about meditation is like, it's this one way and like, yeah, if I'm like, you know, as a using it to like, make yourself hyper aware of everything that's going around you without interfering thoughts. Oh yeah. I can see the fucking value in that. And again, going back to the, the the last samurai, like that scene where he was like, you know, he was getting attacked, and he could like see what he was gonna do right before it happened. Like that was kind of that manifestation of like, all right, like you have, you know, this is what's gonna happen, and and you manifest it, and that's what that's what you're looking for uh, in that in in the moment. So. Uh, but yeah, yeah, man, it can be a valuable tool. But I think that's the, the the idea, like, figure out that mindset, like, how it is a valuable tool. You'll be all over it, but that's how I see it. So. All right.
1: Okay. Lesson learned. Maybe. Yeah,
0: man. But let's figure out your great adventure, because I think meditation will help you on that. I think it'll help you figure out what your great adventure is going to be. Like, that was kind of how I think, like, actually how all this got brought around was, like, you have this problem and it's stewing in your head and and the universe will whisper in your ear, brother. It will talk to you and you just have to let it. So
1: there you go. It's, I think that's a worthy endeavor. I got to meditate so I can figure out what my Rob's great adventure is going to be. Fuck yeah, man.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every hero needs that. Adventure. Adventure.
1: And, and you know, it's, already, it's not going to be like the Appalachian Trail or the Pacific Crest Trail. You know, as long as you know, six-month hikes, so many people do like... There's too many fucking hippies on that hike. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's too much fucking patchouli oil and dealing with hippies. Yeah. I thought about that. I was like, nah, that's not for me. Now, if there was like jujitsu schools along that hike... Right. That I could hike, train, hike, See, train. See, that's what I was
0: wondering, is there a jiu-jitsu yeah. angle on the adventure? I, I don't know. That's, so... Yeah, I don't know, man. Let's we'll we'll see. So you got we'll talk more about it. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) anyways, anyways. All right, so So
1: we brushed on your little adventure to New Mexico. Yes. Bodyweight seminar.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, man. It was a good time. It was. uh, Went to the performance ranch there in Albuquerque, which is uh, well known. Albuquerque. It's funny, man. I mean. It, it uh, I guess it goes back because that's where Greg Jackson was from, right? So the Performance Ranch. Well, is... Yeah, so I'm just trying to say like, because Albuquerque is has an interesting, high, interestingly high mm-hmm. concentration of professional UFC MMA fighters.
1: I, I, yeah. I mean, would you, would you agree? But I mean, it was just, it was because of Greg Jackson opening his gym. I think right?
0: that's what I'm saying. Originally, that's why you yeah. have so many fucking MMA guys in that area right. was Greg Jackson was from that area. And yeah. at one point, I, and he's still like, that's a, you know, Greg Jackson himself and, you know, the gym still has a lot of great fighters. But, dude, at one point, like, Greg Jackson's gym was fucking pretty much ruling the MMA world. I mean, they had...
1: It was one of the meccas. I mean, you had... Like, the West Coast was obviously big in jiu-jitsu and MMA. A lot of schools, but you start coming this way. I mean, like, Greg Jackson was the Dude, they had so many champions
0: at one point training there. And it was just this, like, you know, crazy random school in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And who's this Greg Jackson guy? I I remember, because I really connected with him he was in the uh the fighter's mind uh the, the, Sam, the Sam Sheridan, Sheridan book yeah. the follow-up to the fighter's heart where he went and interviewed a bunch of people and Greg Jackson was one of the guys that he went and interviewed and it was just it was really interesting uh you know interview like you know outside the box thinker you know being successful but anyway so you yeah, have like a really high concentration of MMA fighters in that area and so the performance ranch is a gym um, in that area that is the strength and conditioning gym for a lot of these fighters, and so like cowboy Cerrone, uh um uh, John Jones trains there, i told you I ran into John Dobson when I was there, so they got a lot of um pro fighters but um
1: so yeah, so that
0: was the gym that it was at and then the guy that was hosting it and putting it on uh, his name is Eric Milan, and he was the original on it steel mace master coach like he was the guy that was at the who did the certification that i went to a couple of years ago and so he started his own thing called viking ninja which you know when you know him, it makes a lot of sense as far as like what his you know philosophies are and what he's you know trying to emphasize with stuff but uh um so anyways it was a bodyweight workshop that he was putting on there so yeah i just wanted to go check it out check out a new gym dude the gym is fucking dope
1: It a pretty sweet pretty
0: sweet yeah it's not huge or anything but really nice, very well equipped, um, and uh, yeah, just a just a nice nice gym. It was cool. The guy uh, Lawrence, um, the guy that runs it, uh, owns it. Um, he's a mountain biker, and so it, it was cool because he knew who I was. His bike James. And I told him, yeah, I've got MTV stream training system. He's just like, oh, I know who you are. I bought one of your programs back in 2007, and been following your shit so. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've been doing this shit for a long time, you know, with the mountain bike strength training stuff. So it's, it is man. When I started doing it in 2005, no one was doing it. Like that's why this guy came across me because as soon as you started looking for anything to do with mountain bike strength training, it was pretty much me. And so it's really cool to see like it's it's grown like there's other people doing it there's other people like specializing in mountain bike strength training and doing these things and they you know talk about kettlebell swings for you know body position and manualing. and you know it's gotten to the point where a lot of people talk about shit and they don't even know where it came from and it's like it came from me like i was the first person to do it i was the first person to talk about it i was the first person to really kind of popularize some of these things and so but now everybody just takes it for granted that you do you know Swings and goblet squats and get-ups for mountain bikers. Well, why? Well, it's like well, fucking bike James fucking told us to way back in the day. That's why, motherfucker. And we all got better, so we just keep doing it. And so that's how it goes. Um, but yeah, the the yeah, it was it was fun, man. It was a good time. The workshop was interesting. I still got to go through the videos and and uh, check out some of the the drills we did. It was. Did you video it or did
1: yeah. he? Uh, Yeah. I didn't know if you videoed it or he offered like a video to go along with the seminar. No, no,
0: no, no. It was really informal. I think what it basically was is he was in town training uh, John Dobson because he does some strength and conditioning work specifically with him. And so he was in town and he was like, all right, well, I'll just put on this bodyweight workshop if anybody wants to come. And... I don't know if you expected somebody to drive almost eight hours, like, you know, seven hours from Grand Junction, Colorado to come. But I was like, fuck it, man. It's a hundred bucks. I need to get out of town for some reason. It's a little warmer down there. <laughs> so not oh, so, much. Well, so, yeah, I don't think not think much, much, dude. The weather, the weather's pretty
1: much like ours,
0: I It's think. very similar. It's just, it's like half a tick warmer. Yeah. You know, not a full tick, just half a tick. So it's not enough to really motivate me to, you know go not down, there down there during Kirk the winter no it's not gonna be there. my winter home <laughs> but anyways so um so yeah no it was uh the the his his philosophy i really like his philosophy as far as um like it's it's low intensity uh high volume high quality work and so you know it's not about lifting a lot of weight or you know doing the hardest thing that you can it's about doing something that you can do doing it really well with a lot of great intention and then doing a lot of it i mean really it's like training jiu-jitsu i'm just like fucking repping your arm bars that's exactly what it is so he just he carries that philosophy to his training so that's why he likes the steel mace because the steel mace really it's not something you can use as a traditional strength tool for the most part as far as like really challenging yourself for five reps or less mm-hmm. like that strength like, yeah you can find some moves here and there trying to hold a mace in a really awkward position or whatever but for the most part it really lends itself to that high volume
1: lower lower intensity,
0: intensity high quality work and that's what really ingrains that that movement quality and especially if you're doing anything that has a an endurance component because your movement efficiency is such a huge part of your endurance the more efficient you are the less energy you're going to burn and how do you build efficiency well you do a lot of what you're doing when you do a lot of it your body gets more efficient at doing it so and it's really tough to do a lot of stuff at high intensity and so again like we you know it's it's, easy to to pick on the crossfit world but that's where i feel like where we're crossfit where you run into bad crossfit is where they're trying to do too much high intensity high volume stuff and and they're not like you know and, and it's not necessarily crossfit there's a lot of um it, it's easy to do that in any training system really cuz it's dude i fucking do it myself you do it to yourself like we don't even have a goddamn training system and it's like Man, should I lift a little bit more weight? Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> okay, I should. You know, and uh, it's funny. Yesterday, yeah, I was working out. And last week, I told you I'd, I did a rep ladder with kettlebells, and I ended with the 24 kilo, which was pretty fucking heavy because I hadn't done a lot of overhead pressing. And I was like, well, I arrived at that number because I was doing three ladders, and I can't start with a 12 because that's some pussy bullshit. I got to start with 16. So automatically I'm going to end at the 24. And Tuesday, man, my shoulder was just not, not feeling happy. great. Because we did some, yeah, the push-ups and we did some stuff. And it was just, it wasn't bad, but it was just, so it's like, damn it, all right. Let's start with the 12. i going to do some 12, 16, and 20s. And when I was done, I, was, I told Kayla, I was like, I feel like I need to just text Rob ahead of time and let him know, like, I know that was some pussy bullshit. <laughs> my shoulder wasn't feeling up to it but I know it was some pussy bullshit I should have lifted the heavier weight (laughs) so you you got that meathead fucking you know in you dude I don't know too many dudes that don't really and uh so you always gotta balance that but anyways it was uh it was fun some interesting moves and we'll be doing some with the grumpy guy I'm stoked to see some of it and I
1: wanna see what
0: you got picked up uh, yeah. yeah 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 nothing in he did, he did, you know, like some flows and things like the... Yeah, I don't know. It was, at the end, it was a workout. It was one of those things you go to. And I don't know why. I just want to say, I just want to put it out there for anyone who does like these things. I don't have to get my ass kicked at every one of these fucking things that I go to to feel like I got my money's worth. I'm just saying. Like, I can go learn some cool shit Go through a few little things, and but see I think, about myself
1: I think you are not the norm. I think the majority of paying customers, if they don't walk away fucking sweating or tired, right they don't feel like they got their money's worth i think I don't that, know that, what it is see, I don't know what I the i I don't know I
0: think the okay, so if I really got to just go off on a fucking random tangent, there, <laughs> I think the r k c started the like, I, I, I could be totally wrong, right? Because, like, I came up with normal certifications, right? You had ACE, you know, NASM,
1: uh, all, the personal yeah, all the personal
0: training certifications. Shit. I worked for the ISSA for a while. So, there wasn't a, a workout component. You know, I didn't have to pass some fucking, like, it was like a writer pass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was like, I might have to show some form on some exercises but it wasn't that and I, I don't I, again I could be completely wrong and I'm, I'm sure RKC wasn't the first one to do it but from my recollection they were the first one that I knew about and really kind of popularized the idea of turning a certification into really what for all intents and purposes what I consider to be a high-end user course. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. to pass that snatch test, you had to be a high-end kettlebell hey, user. Hey, it's a 10-minute snatch test, right? No, it, it was five. You had to do five 100 minutes. reps <laughs> right. in five, five minutes. minutes. It That's was right. one rep every three seconds. Yeah. And, dude, you got to be pretty goddamn fit, fit on point, yeah. having spent a lot of—you got to be a pretty, a reasonably high-end user of the kettlebell— to pass that test. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you can coach kettlebell training. It doesn't necessarily mean that you can program it. And so it started to really blur the lines a little bit between, okay, who can, look real, who can do it at a really high level and who can actually coach it? And there was this assumption that like, well, if you can do it, you must be able to coach it and program it. I was like, man, that's a fucking false logic if I've ever heard it right there, and so, but it, I think it, like the RKC was so popular, and I think it kind of, it changed the industry in some ways because that's the kind of standard or yeah, in a lot of ways, man. You go to these things, and you are going to be expected to work your fucking face off as part of the certification. And I don't necessarily agree with it. I think that there's a difference between, like, a high-end user and someone who can actually coach it and train it and do all these things. And so, you know, I'm just speaking as a fucking beat-up, unmotivated 43-year-old, almost 43-year-old, who I know can out-coach and out-program fucking 99% of the motherfuckers out there. Like, I don't care how many snatches you can do in five minutes it does not mean that you're a better coach yeah. than i am
1: there's no correlation between no correlation at all none, none and
0: so but anyways i just it's funny man i just i like i say kind of random tangent but like i i saw i see that like the rkc changed the whole kind of workshop and certification mm-hmm. world into where like you're absolutely right the customer Almost expects this rite of passage workout as part of what they're paying for, and I don't know that we're necessarily doing the training industry a service by. We, well, yeah, Steve, it.
1: Steve didn't really. I mean, he had us do some of the when we went to the Ryan pneumatic isometric seminar. He had us do some of them so we kind of understood and got the feel for it. But it wasn't. It definitely wasn't a brutal workout by the end. No, no. and that's he was, That wasn't his goal either. No, that was yeah. his whole point was
0: like, you can't do that. It's not sustainable. Right. If you want to do jiu-jitsu for a lifetime, you have to be nice to yourself. Yep. And uh, rite of passage workouts are not nice to yourself. And again, there's a the time and a place for it. But it's like, like I said, I, just, I feel there's a the confusion. It's like, yeah. okay, like, because I guess for me, just I've incurred fucking injuries. I've got a torn meniscus. I've popped both AC joints. I've I've dislocated my elbow. Like I've got I've got legitimate injuries. I can't straighten either one of my elbows. So technically, I wouldn't pass an RKC test cuz they would see me and they would if you don't know that no, my elbow is locked out. Like that's it. And you can check and see, you know, that's locked out. It's it's it just doesn't fucking straighten out or bend anymore you'd fucking say, oh, you know, that was actually Pavel. I don't know if you know, but Pavel's elbow is fucked up. Like, that. I always found that interesting. Like, if you ever watch, like, his elbow, the he can't straighten his elbow out all the way because he fucked his elbow up at some point. Um, I think, I don't know. I'm not going to conjecture what special forces. I'll say special forces so everybody will be nice to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, like, you wouldn't you'd look at that and you'd be like, Oh, you can't straighten your elbow out you don't fucking pass the snatch test. And it's like, you know, no man, my elbow is fucked up. And doing snatches on a fucked up elbow and a fucked up AC joint, like guess what? That's not good. That's no. not good for my shoulder. So why am I gonna beat the fuck out of my shoulder to pass some stupid right of passage test? Like anyways, you can tell like it's a it, it annoys me man. I just think there's not a, there's a lot of people who work out who haven't lived an exciting life and really injured themselves. And so it's like they can do shit like that. But it's like, dude, fucking ride a mountain bike really hard and smash yourself into the ground on a consistent basis for over a decade. And then tell me how easy it is to do some of these goddamn things. And now does that make me less of a coach? Less of a person? Like, let's slap hands and wrestle, motherfucker, if we really want to like... See what's what, you know? So, I don't know. I just, I find it all uh, a lot of fucking posturing and, you know. our our fucking workout's harder than your workout. Strength first workout is more legitimate than the RKC workout. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Ours is harder because we use two kettlebells and they only use one. It's like, fuck off, man. You can fucking go whip your dick out somewhere else and fucking compare <laughs> sizes. Like, I don't give a fuck. You know? So, anyways, there you go. Random rant. Anyways,
1: that's <laughs> a good rant. I just I let it just keep going. I liked it. So, but the seminar was good. No, the it, seminar it was good, man. It turned into a little bit of a workout, though. A little bit of a
0: workout, but it wasn't like. But you picked up it wasn't some good insane. shit. Yeah. No, it was good. It was like, it was, I uh, picked up some good shit and. You know, like most things, like I, I wish there was more, you know, <clears throat> philosophy and systems, you know. It's like a, um, like I say, with, with jiu-jitsu, right? Like when I ask Pimenta a question, like really what I want to know is not what would you do in this situation. It's what do you see in this situation that I don't. Because once I see what you see, then the answer will become fucking self-evident. So I don't care what you would do. What do you see? And I, I, I like that's the Like that's the question I have for people with training too. Is like, all right, I don't care what you would do. What do you see? Like, what? Why? Why are you doing this exercise? Like, what's your thought process behind doing all this stuff? So, there wasn't quite as much discussion of that as I would like because that's what I really like to geek out on. But, uh, but yeah, some really cool exercises and flows and stuff. And there was some like leg weave drill to roll down the mat that, uh, I'm going to bust out on Saturday. It's going to blow people's minds. But a lot of the moves and stuff were very, you know, like jujitsu-esque. Like I felt I did a lot better than some of the other people there just because I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, I fucking move like this all the time on the mat And, and also our mobility class, you know, doing like scorpions and some of the other moves that weren't. You know, you may not necessarily see uh a lot of times. There wasn't anything that they threw at me that I was like, What the fuck is this? I've never seen this before. So um yeah, just reinforcing, like, we got some good shit that we're doing with the Grumpy Guy Fit class. So It's good. People should come to it, fucking take advantage of it. Free class every Free Saturday. Free class every Saturday, that's right. If you're in town, you come take advantage of it. If you're at our gym, you can come take advantage of it. So, there you go. That's what we're all about. Getting people fit. Because we want better training partners. It's
1: because it's a selfish... It is selfish. ...thing we're doing. But... I know. The benefit... Yeah, because we're trying to make better, stronger people. with in turn are better, stronger training partners. That's right. Better so training they're, partners. They're harder to deal with. So, no. it makes your jiu-jitsu better.
0: I was having a told kill. It's funny the other day... Or today. I was like telling her it's like you gotta stop fucking falling for that rolling back take that like i don't know how you describe it dude like it, it was your your signature fucking back take move that like sudden somehow from like I,
1: court from quarter mile yeah
0: yeah yeah dude it's so funny dude you saw me i who'd i do it too because i was were, hitting it you were like look at you or something on, like that it, i think you hit it on tofu i think so i think man. you hit it on tofu yes, dude, i love that move I was man i love that move but i know I was, i've hit it on kelly enough times where i'm like okay you got to stop. stop. you got to stop letting me hit this on you. Here's how you kill it. So make me work harder for it. But yeah, I know. On my own worst <laughs> enemy, I can't. I'm like, all right,
1: here's how you stop what I'm doing to you. Stop do- letting me do it to you. <laughs> I've done this too many times. <laughs> too many today. times. It's no fun it's anymore. no fun. <laughs> no fun. Give me some resistance. Yes. Let me change my timing. Throw so me a I new problem. <laughs> I need a new problem. <laughs> I think I hit it on her today. Did you? I think so. Can't I, I think she's a little
0: scared to do what she needs to do because that, um, God, I forget his name. The guy that blew his knee out on me in uh, oh. Telluride yeah. because I stuffed the move and he didn't recognize it was stuffed, stuffed and he tried to force it and he fucking popped his knee out. And it's like, and, and I'll, I'll repeat it to you again, baby. It, the initial, the initial stuffing of the move will not blow the knee out. It's the not recognizing that the move is stuffed and it's trying to force it.
1: Trying to force it because your legs <laughs> are at that sideways angle. Yes. And if you try to put heat on your own leg at yes. a sideways angle.
0: You're already in a fucking go-go plot or yeah, rubber guard or whatever. Fucking your lego. up. And the person's a fucking log. Like they're not going to roll or you're move. You're not going to win that fight. You're not going to win that fight. They extend
1: their feet yes. first. Yeah, yeah,
0: before yeah. Before you get through
1: on the roll. Yep. You got an abort mission. Yep, exactly. You're, you're late. you're not in a uh, straight, you're not in a position of, their back's wow. flat. You don't They're have back, the fucking angle. You don't have the angle. You yeah, don't have the strength advantage. in no. That position. No, nothing. man.
0: Nothing. So, anyways. Yeah. So, please, stuff us when we're yeah. going If someone's for knee it.
1: gets fucked up, it's it's their own That's their league. own
0: fault. Yeah. You're not going to hurt anybody's knee by stuffing that move. It's them being a big... Stubborn bitch, dude, yeah. Stubborn dude. Yeah, yeah, man. God, I can't remember his name, but uh, he's probably listening to this episode randomly for some reason, so... Sorry, sorry brother no talking shit about him no no no, man no dude it was a good good lesson he's fucking back at it I had to fucking stuff it because he killed me with it earlier I forget he I think he caught me in a goddamn calf slicer or something off uh, of that move so it sets up the calf slicer. pulling out his 10th planet bullshit dude <laughs> I had to like I had to like no
1: put the brakes on man speaking of so, 10th planet <laughs> or Eddie Bravo anyways combat jiu jitsu Gordon Ryan and uh, Fabricio Verum yes when's that going down
0: is there a date? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. It's coming up. That's ex- that's
1: exciting. Yeah, that's an interesting. It's an interesting match. I gotta hand it to Gordon, man. That's ballsy on his. Uh, yeah, that's not I, a I mean, safe a, move. No, that is not a safe. That's fucking Fabrizio Verdoon. Yeah. Not only is his jiu-jitsu world class, he's a fucking world class MMA fighter. heavyweight UFC champion. Dude, like he's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. He has spent. He's been. Doing jiu-jitsu. he's been fighting MMA. He's he's probably spent more time in the cage than Gordon Ryan's ever spent training striking MMA. You know what I mean? Yeah. Striking, grappling, like that's a tall order. But yeah. Gordon Ryan's a fucking specimen, dude. dude. He's young. After what he did to Josh Barnett, yeah, he's he's young. He's hungry. He's jacked. Yeah, like he's a fucking monster, dude. dude like, there's, there are there are some motherfuckers. You can't we're, you can't just look past them. You can't no. think Fabrizio's just gonna mop him.
0: No 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 no. no. And you know it's just again like I don't I don't believe in fate, right? But like, it's hard not looking back retrospectively and being like, it just seems like there were some people, like Michael Jordan's one of them, man. You know what I mean? Like the dude's story, it's like god damn. like he was born to conquer the world. Like that was and everyone that gotten his way that you thought was gonna be the one to stop him, nope, they just added to his fucking legacy. And I don't know, dude. Like I I, I don't wanna like say it, but I just I you start to wonder, it's like, God damn it, dude, is Gordon Ryan one of these motherfuckers that like the fates have just kind of smiled on a little bit. Like is Fabricio for Doom just another fucking step in that like
1: I mean, interesting so I, story. I, I'm a little mixed, like the old school jiu-jitsu guy in me is rooting for Fabricio. Br- yeah. You know, he's just, he's been at it for so long. I'm a fan. I've uh, I've watched probably every fight he's ever had. I've watched a ton of his jiu-jitsu matches. Like, huge, mad respect for the dude. One of the best jiu-jitsu in MMA, period. Hands down. I mean, he should be on, like, the jiu-jitsu MMA ho- fucking Hall of Fame. But, I'm a Gordon Ryan fan. Yeah. Just because, like, he, I mean, he's young, he's brash, he's fucking good. He's good. Dude, he's good, dude. He's not just, I mean, he's physically gifted, yes, and he's strong, yes. He seems to be. But he is good, dude. He seems to be seeing that, that something l- different. That last, the last combat jiu-jitsu tournament, when I, you know, or not combat, but the quintet. Yeah. The last quintet that I watched all his matches in really like okay it really made me like oh this motherfucker's not just physically gifted like his jujitsu is high level like this motherfucker is good he is no joke dude dude he may have he may be daniel son and <laughs> yeah. mr miyagi so part behind the like fucking... part of me was rooting for him too because i mean really he if he wins that's the upset in this yeah I'd say, I, oh yeah, no, there's no doubt in my mind. I mean, Fabricio should win this. Yeah, his experience striking in jiu-jitsu. But you know, Gordon Ryan's like that's ballsy on him to step up and take that. Fuck yeah! He's like fuck it. I mean, what's the worst that happens? He loses. I mean, he loses a combat jiu-jitsu match. Who cares? Yeah. It's a it's a learning lesson for him.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, he's he's he has stated like his goal is MMA, right. Eventually, so this is just. Well, I mean, that's Obviously, what I mean, that's what the one stepping at. stone for. I mean, you, you hate to say it. That's where the money's at. Yeah. I
1: mean. No matter how good somebody is at jiu-jitsu, like, at the highest levels, they're still not making enough as pro athletes. Yeah. No. You know, that's why you see all the, you know, Gary Tonin's over in 1FC. He's doing good. He's undefeated in MMA. Um, AJ Agazon's switching over to, I mean, he's never going to abandon jiu-jitsu, but he's switching over to MMA. I'm not sure where his first fight's going to be. Yeah. But that's where the, I mean, that's where the money's at. Yeah. Because yeah, it puts more ass in the seats. It's a simple equation. Yeah. It's a bigger but, fan base. Bigger fan easier, base, easier, get money, people, but, people like watching other people get punched in the face. Yeah. They don't like watching them roll around in their pajamas. I know. I get it. It, it does
0: kind of suck a little bit, though, that we lose, like, our athletes. You know what I mean? Like, I like Gary Toten. Yeah. It's like, he's probably not going to do, like, not maybe not never, but he'll probably be like, you know, after he's retired, MMA kind of thing. Like, oh, we'll get back in and doing some jiu matches or whatever, but it's like, Dude, Gary Tonin at his prime is not gonna be focused on Jiu Jitsu. Nope. Like he's Well be just ju- like
1: looking at, you know, Rafael Lovato, like he's yeah. hardcore in the MMA scene now. Yep. Fucking kicking got a ass. Title fight
0: coming up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, he's got his eyes set on UFC like everybody sure. else and it's just gonna detract from I mean he's already kinda semi-retired anyways I mean fucking well deserved what fucking more can you yeah. win
1: I mean he's accomplished so much in the yeah. jiu-jitsu world it's time for a new challenge for him yeah 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 I, I think I mean jiu-jitsu is a combat sport and the the ultimate test of a combat sport is fucking combat not just jiu-jitsu you know it, it's a scrap yeah and so if you you know you go through the competitive ranks of jiu-jitsu and you're winning you're winning and you want to challenge yourself? So like what's I mean, next? It, yeah. it's well, so like, what's, what's next? next? Oh, we gotta punch each other in the face now. Yep. <laughs> we progressed to this. Start with some slaps, Slap. and then we'll progress to the yeah. punches. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. No, I think it's good, man. I think it'll be an interesting match. And yeah, I thought that was a like, you said a ballsy move for Gordon. I mean, he's, he's a ballsy very...
1: dude. He, he's not. A, he's not afraid of a challenge. No,
0: man. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, I'll be interested. I mean, personally, I'm not a big fan of the shit talking. I think that it's a little.
1: Uh... I mean, he doesn't say. I guess I'm not on social media, so I don't see too much of it. Yeah. The most I see of it, because uh, I got a subscription to Flow Grappling, so I'll see some articles or uh, video clips on there. Yeah. And then, that's really all I catch of it. So I don't. I'm not inundated by it. Yeah. yeah. So just the little snippets I see, I get. Oh, he, is it pretty bad? Is you it, know, he's
0: he has figured out that trolling uh, pays. Yeah. I mean, he gets attention. He does, man. He's a little bit. He trolls a little bit here and there, and it's uh, you know. So he's a twenty-something-year-old dude with time and a following, and so he can stir the pot pretty easily with a simple tweet or Instagram post. So he does it. I, I, i I'll just say, I have, I find the whole situation. So curious that he like that Donaher has not fucking like I don't get it. I don't get how Donnaher and him are coexisting. Like unless I have just a completely wrong fucking idea of and even like Henzo. Uh, like I don't I don't get how someone hasn't like just Fucking grabbed him by the ear and just said, Look, man, like this you just need, this isn't fucking respectful. Like you well, know what I mean? Like he he went so far like Lovato Jr. posted something kind of calling Gordon Ryan out. Because Gordon Ryan was saying, like, all the greats only fucking compete in skill sets that favor them. And Lovato Jr. felt compelled to be like, Yo, young blood, I don't know if you know this, but I you know. I've competed in I mean do the fucking list of shit like you compete in fucking stick fighting callie stick fighting like look till Gordon Ryan's competing in fucking collie stick fighting like shut the fuck up you know what I mean like how like so if you've if you've rankled the jiu-jitsu world enough to where Rafael Lovato Jr feels compelled to Say something Say something to just be like look young blood you know, this isn't right. I I don't get how Henzo or Donahue or any of these people, if they fucking really stand for what they stand for, has not said something to him, other than I hate to say it, the fact that like, like he,
1: he's a little bit of a
0: fucking gravy train. Like, yes,
1: yeah, so I think there there could be a number of things going on there. One, that's exactly what I was thinking first is. It's bringing attention to them in their school. Who would not her be without, like, a lot of that shit, right. man? So, the, you know, he's kind of their cash cow gravy sharing. Even though it's not a huge cash cow right now, but it still brings attention, brings eyeballs. Which means more people, when they go to that city, want to train with them, yada yada. So that that could be going on. Or, fuck, for all we know, they could be like, hey man, chill out. And he's just not listening. And they may end up telling him to kick rocks. Yeah, like that's true. Like Marcelo did with Dylan Dennis. You know, Dylan Dynasty was getting too out of control. Marcelo was like, That's not going down in my academy. Yeah. And sent him packing. He's like, You're not banned for life, but until you can be a respectful martial artist, you're done training under my name. Yeah. And so maybe that is going down and we don't know. You maybe, know
0: man. I could be totally off. I just, I, I, that, 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 I, 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 know, I, I agree. Seen, like, that, shit, that seems really seems interesting well, to me. Well, you
1: know, it's the same thing. Like, I bitched about there with, like, the Conor McGregor thing. You know, the best analogy I can come up with, I've tried to think of other ways to put it, but it's just like, it's just an old, it's an old fucking movie, man. It's just like the very first Fast and Furious came out, it was fun to watch. It's a bunch of hot-ass chicks, fast cars, muscle-up dudes fighting, like, explosions, cars jumping, fun to watch. Fun to watch. Fast and Furious 2 came out, kind of fun to watch. Fast and Furious 18... I would rather jerk the wheel on oncoming traffic. Yeah. I've seen it. No. 18- I've seen it. We know what's happening. Yeah. That's exactly what's going on with Conor McGregor. You know, that in my in my right, opinion. Right, right, yeah, I agree. It is I mean when he first came out, it was funny, it was entertaining, he's talking shit, kicking ass. But it's the same thing every fucking time with this guy. And so now these other guys are doing the same thing, and it's like, come on, man. Like it's yeah. you're not doing anything new here. Like yeah. just show up and compete and let your actions, you know, lead the way. Yeah. And so, yeah. I I do, I get a little irritated. A little bit of shit talking, I don't mind. Just because it's a a contest. And it's it's answer. But just, like, shit talking for
0: fun. Yeah. Not like, I I don't know, I forget, like, he posted that he had entered Nogi Worlds, and and, and he, you know, posted a picture, and his post was like, you know, everybody better just stay the fuck home. It's like, okay. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't know, it's just... I don't know, I just, I find that kind of shit just disrespectful in general, because you're, you know, like, Roberto uh, Braves and that class, like, you know, okay, I know you beat him already, but, like, that dude's no fucking chump, you know? And, like, there's some fucking good guys, and it'd just be, like, everybody should just stay the fuck home, and I don't know. I, I just, I'm just old. It gets old. old That's it
1: just old. It's just an old song and dance. We've yeah. seen it. It's worked really well it's the for you guys. Deal. It is the Conor McGregor. That's the biggest. deal. At this
0: point, it just seems like a parody. Like you guys are it trying is. to act like Conor McGregor because he was successful. Because he made with so it. much fucking money with it. But like, it's not you. No. Like that's it's the forced. Deal. Yeah. God, that was the deal. I was watching. I know you're gonna laugh. Like America's Got Talent. because My family was into it. I won't admit that it was kind of interesting for me. <laughs> but there was like a couple of the kids that were singing, and it was it was funny. Like one of the girls in particular was, she was basically imitating like Mick Jagger. You know, and it was like, the first time you saw it, it was like, wow, this is kind of cool. But then you're like, then you're like, wait a minute, there's no like substance here. Like, this isn't her. You can tell. You can tell. Like, she's imitating someone. And that, you know, it's really hard, man. We were talking in general, like, I mean, I I would say that, that like movies and music and a lot of stuff today, Fuck man, it is not as good, and it borrows a lot from like like when we were younger. And I was thinking like man, there was a generation before rock and roll, like the first people, like Jimi Hendrix and like you know Led Zeppelin, like those motherfuckers. They were literally creating a genre, like it didn't exist. You couldn't create sounds and music like they were doing. And they created it. And so, and then like, and but now everyone's heard it. And, and the artists can't help but in some way be influenced by having heard it. But like these guys created something without having heard it before. Like they created it from basically the fucking ether, you know? And acid. An asshole, but that's the same thing. You know what I mean? It's the, it's the goddamn same thing. It's the ether, man. The universe was whispering to them, "Yo, buddy, do this." And so, yeah, man, it just, and you. But you can tell. Like, I guess my point is just overall. It's like, I mean, you you can tell when people are trying to imitate something that they've seen, rather than being authentic themselves. And I think that's what, you know, it, you kind of sense with a lot of this shit-talking shit going on in the jiu-jitsu world and, you know, MMA in general. It's a,
1: it's a just it's just forced. Yeah, yeah. And that's really what it is. It's not natural it's for not, a lot of guys. And you can tell. Yeah. And when you can see that it's, it's a show you're trying to put on and a persona you're trying to live yeah. up to, it's just like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. It's, it's a real turn-off. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is, so... Anyways, but I'm excited to see the fucking dude wrestle. Yeah, so. I am excited.
1: <laughs> I am excited for that. Yeah, Anyways. All right, man. So I mean, to say we wrap this episode up. But being that it's a Thanksgiving episode, yes, I think we should both say what we're thankful for about with jujitsu. Yeah, just man. From school or jujitsu in general, or
0: dude, yeah, man. What 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 are we thankful for in the jujitsu? World. World. So,
1: you want to go first or you want me to go first? You can go first, man. All right, man. I would have to say, I was thinking about this. I'll narrow it down to like two things. Oh. Because this, this we could go on for another hour. About That's being, true. Being thankful. So I had to like be concise. So we don't give everybody else a fucking ear beating. They've already been listening to us for a fucking hour and a half. <laughs> I think, man, probably the two things I'm most thankful for. Is the struggle, the the suffering, like we've talked about, like dude that shit keeps me sane. The ass whoopings, keeping my ego in check in the struggle. And then the other part I'm really thankful for is and this may be seem weird coming from me, but the social aspect of it. Yeah. The tribe. The tribe. It's fucking huge, man. It's it's so important. Like I know I'm kind of a dick I get that and it takes me a while to warm up to people and new people but yeah like the tribe we have in our gym like that's so fucking important man yeah important for my well being
0: yeah no man I would second that one I mean that's probably the number one thing I'm thankful for from Jiu Jitsu that Jiu Jitsu's given me I mean it's just I've uh god man I've been involved in, in other things and um other sports and and stuff, and I'm just, you just can't beat the camaraderie and the brother and sisterhood you develop with people that you're trying to fucking, you know, simulated murder every day, and they're trying to murder you, and you guys just going hard, and yeah, man, it's it's something really special. It's really hard to describe to people that it's, you know, to... Like besides the physical benefit that they get, it's like you don't realize you're missing this kind of you know tribe in your life. Like you need these people in your life because these are the best kind of people that you can have in your life. So you go back to the monkeys throwing rocks, right? It's like, dude I have to trust you implicitly, like you're not gonna break ranks on these fucking rules. Like we can rule hard and we're gonna respect each other. So I know if there was a lion out there on the savannah, dude, we're going to throw rocks at that motherfucker. You're them. not going to run and I'm mm-hmm. not going to run and we're going to fucking throw rocks until that fucking lion runs off or we both get eaten, man. <laughs> but we're in this together. Like, that's how fucking, that's how we are. So, yeah, man. I think that's the, the number one thing. I think for me, the, uh, um, man, really the ability to have something that I feel like I can continue to, uh, enjoy and i mean i know the time's gonna come when i'm not gonna continue to improve but i feel like i'm gonna be able to improve longer and later in life with jiu-jitsu than i would with any other sport uh, i mean i know like strength training i'm not gonna like you, dude, you beat the fuck out of yourself mountain biking all those things are like man jiu-jitsu it just it it, it I don't know, it sounds corny, but it's like, it gives me so much hope for my old age. Like, I, I, don't, I don't despair. I don't look at being 60 and wonder, like, what the fuck am I going to do with myself? Like, just play golf? It's like, no, man, I'm going to take care of myself. It gives me a reason to take care of myself. It gives me a reason to continue to, to train and, and do mobility and do all this stuff. Because it's like, dude, I'm going to be 60, 70, 80 years old doing jiu-jitsu and god damn it like i fucking hope i'm still able to do it at a reasonably decent level
1: for for that age for that yeah. age yeah. exactly and, and yeah you may not be able to roll like you can now but you'll just become a better coach yeah because you won't have the physical capabilities anymore yeah, to deal with a fucking twenty-year-old monster. But you damn, know.
0: dude, you know you'll have some goddamn
1: tricks or whatever.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, hopefully, at eighty we will have our robotic legs and arms, so i will deal with them better. We'll but we'll I know both what you mean. We'll Physi- both be eighty, just beating the shit out. Right, of each that's other. what I mean, though. Is like, like physically, but that's the thing, though, is like, like, like mentally. Like, I don't ever see jujitsu getting boring. Like, it'll always present mental problems. Like, even though I know my body may not necessarily be able to, to fucking keep up with my mind, like, my mind will, will be engaged in a way that, like... Again, I'm not trying to attract from the sports, but it's like, dude, how fucking mentally engaged can you be if you played football uh, when you're 60 years old? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe you're coaching or whatever, but it's just... It's not the same damn thing, man. It's just not the same thing. I'm not the same thing, so... That Those are two the two biggest things I'm most thankful for, man. That family and just kind of that, like... Because I found jujitsu jitsu in an interesting time for me. It was like... I, I was peaking with mountain biking. And I think in the back of my mind, I realized, like... This isn't sustainable, dude. Like, you can't keep putting yourself in these situations and riding at this level. And...
1: There's gonna be dire. There's gonna be fucking dire consequences
0: eventually, and and I also knew just physically too, like the 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 ability to physically do what I needed to do was gonna come much quicker with mountain biking than it was gonna be with with jujitsu. You know, I didn't know that at the time, but I just in the back of my mind I knew, like, man, I'm like, dude, mountain biking is gonna change roles for me in my life. I don't, I I need something new, and so it's really kind of interesting, man, just going back to it, how like. You know, the the universe puts things in your path because it just so happened at that point, you know, like every dude, man, I would thought like since seeing Hoist Gracie in 1994 choke a bunch of motherfuckers out in UFC 1 and 2, like, oh, I want to do jiu-jitsu, but never got the opportunity. And just to have these weird things line up to give me that opportunity to start jiu-jitsu at just that time when like I was needing something to take over mountain biking, but not quite knowing that I needed it. And, and, you know, uh, realizing like, man, I found something that I can keep doing and not have to fucking, yeah, do it a high level and have fun with. And so, yeah, I love it, man. It's fucking the best. I love, just love jujitsu. I'm thankful for jujitsu.
1: Thank you for jujitsu as a whole, as a
0: whole, man. Yeah. So yeah, it's been great, man. The people I've met, dude, have been awesome. And, uh, like I said, the tribe we've got's been great, and there's just so much that... It's
1: you know. growing, too, man. There, we have... I mean, we got an awesome thing at our school, and but, you know, there's... We got a lot of young guys in there training, you know, some young white belts and blue belts coming up, and you see them growing and learning, and it's, it's, it's yeah, fun. Yeah, it is, you know,
0: man. You see them fucking getting better. Getting and,
1: better, you know, like Trey and Austin. I was watching Austin roll a lot yesterday. I was you know, I was impressed, man. I was watching him. I was like, this motherfucker, like... Dude, he's getting I mean, he's an athletic dude, but he is. he doesn't use his athleticism all the time. because he, no. he knows he's athletic, you know yeah. right? he knows he can get away with some shit. But you see him meter that and yeah. trying to use technique and I see I see that in him. I'm like, alright man. Yeah. This motherfucker's cool. Like I I he's he gets it. He sees it. Yeah. He he knows he could just like blast his way out of this or something, but he he doesn't try, like or blast his way into this, like he's a, he, he tries to figure out the he's correct to way to do it. Man. He's learning jiu jitsu, yeah. Dude, when I see that, it just like well, for, it, it sounds kind of cheesy, but like it just like fucking warms my heart, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yes, well,
0: see, I again, you know, I with him, especially because like, dude, he's an MMA guy, yeah, and he's, he's good, yeah. So for him to put on a gi and come, come out of his comfort zone and take ass whoopings and yeah. and like you said like meter that athleticism because he wants to learn the technique dude yeah like i'm, I'm super impressed with that dude Fuck yeah. yeah and it is it's like you know seeing dudes like that it's like that's what fucking inspires you it's like this is this is awesome like what other yeah it's just it's great seeing people push themselves because most people don't man like i said at the beginning we all I can have that in us, but most people just won't fucking access it and put them let themselves do it. Speaking
1: of that, I, I found a little hack I want to share with you. Okay. And I can share this with everybody. Yes. So we have our gorilla, Grandy, that we train with. Yes. We, we've talked about him many times. Dude's a fucking... animal. strong as fuck. His jiu-jitsu's good. So it's not just because he's strong. Yeah. But I mean, he, he's a physical specimen. His jiu-jitsu's good. He beats the fuck out of me. But I found... Instead of doing, like, because there's a lot of times, like, you'll do your first round of the day with, you know, maybe one of the one of the girls or, or like, a white belt or something so you kind of get warmed up. Then you kind of move into your more difficult training partners. No, man. I like jumping right in with Randy because he's such a fucking gorilla. And that, because you jump in and you fucking go hard with him the very first round, like, all your other rounds that day. Right. Like, everybody else feels like fucking pussies. I know, dude. Like, they're straight. Like, I just dealt with this chimpanzee that's pissed off. And he's squeezing the life out of me. And that way when I go with the next person, I go with the next person that's squeezing me. It's like, is that all you got? This fucker was just crushing my internal organs. You... That is so funny
0: to say that, because I rolled with you after rolling with him, uh-huh. and there was a moment where you tried to rear naked choke me, and I was like, "Mother, is that all you got, motherfucker?" <laughs> I, I just fought with this chimpanzee over there and just ripped my face <laughs> off twice. Like that's all you got? No, you ain't getting that.
1: So that's why I let go. I let <laughs> yeah. go with him very. And I'll, totally. Man. There's a couple. There's a lot of times I'll do like I'll go very first round with him, and you know you'll fucking just demolish me. I'm like, all right, we're going again. I'll go like two or three rounds with him, like right in a row. And then all my other rounds that day are like, you motherfuckers have not been lifting enough weights. You are not as strong as dude, this dude. Dude,
0: I, I told you, man. Uh, um,
1: it's oh, funny. Oh fuck, dude. Who's That's my little
0: hack for the week. Who's our boy from uh, from Montrose? Chris? Um, Chris. Chris. Yeah. Dude, rolling with Same Chris thing. feels well. Rolling with Chris feels different since Randy joined the gym. Yeah. It, it totally. It's like, dude. After rolling with Randy, and I get like start rolling with Chris, and it's just like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, he's, you know what I mean? He's big and strong, but it's like, like to have someone that, you know, cause him and Randy are like different body types, but they're both like, they move yeah. and they're fucking strong. And so it's like, it's hard to find training partners like that. And so to have a training partner like that, like that, you know, that's what you're, basically what you're saying is like, dude, once you train with that motherfucker Everyone else is like, "Come on. Like, you know, are you too slow or you're too weak? You know what I mean? Like, you're missing something cuz you ain't got it all." So, yeah, yeah. So, man. so that's my little hack for the week. I hear you, dude. I hear you. I got to I'll keep that one in mind. It is. So, I know. So instead
1: of going with an easy round first to warm up, jump right into the fire. Fuck, dude. It that hurts.
0: hurts. You find yourself metering. You it know. fucking hurts, yeah.
1: dude. It ain't pleasant on the body or on the spirit. <laughs> the ego, dude. The first round is hard, man. First round's brutal.
0: Cause yeah, your cardio takes that first initial yeah. hit. Like yeah. you haven't haven't gone anaerobic yet, so you haven't had that chance to kind well, of yeah. deal with it. And yeah, it's not a pleasant experience. It's not a pleasant experience. So all right, challenge accepted. All right. So. But anyways. All right, man. So we're training tomorrow. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Gotta earn that turkey dinner, bitches. That's right. I know. I got a good awkward family
1: Thanksgiving over at my mom's. Sweet so Those are the best kind. I know. Make sure you bring up some co- uncomfortable topics at the table. I'm sure they will be <laughs> brought up, and I would just sit there drinking my beer. <laughs> Shaking your head. Shaking my head.
0: I will be talking about it next week on the podcast. That's awesome. None of my family listens to it. so You can talk shit. I can talk all sorts of shit. So. <laughs> exactly.
1: Except about my wife. She's awesome. Of course. So, There's no shit to talk about her. No, man. Except for you told us the other day that she has jujitsu jiu-jitsu mastered. No, no, only, no! She's no, only going to no. come in and train an open mats. I didn't
0: see, <laughs> see you putting words in my mouth. I said that she's she's doesn't feel that like she needs to train anymore because she's happy with her purple belt because it, that's her favorite
1: color. Oh, so and she, brown's kind of an ugly color.
0: She doesn't want to advance anymore, so she basically advanced faster than anyone else in the gym to purple belt. I think if you looked it up, you probably find she's in the history of the gym probably the shortest time from white to purple and now she's done well maybe she, she wants can a purple belt
1: talk to coach kevin and tell her tell him that she is not interested in the brown belt but so she'll just be purple until she's black just skip the whole black brown belt race. <laughs> there you go she's just got to be purple belt for a really long time okay
0: yeah angela would like to talk to him about that too she'd probably like to talk to him about getting her blue belt back if she could <laughs> Which she doesn't deserve, because Angela's gotten really fucking good. I don't it. let her
1: get us fucking cross, or, uh, side control no, cross-facing no, 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 no. Her cross faces mean as shit, yeah, dude.
0: I know. She, she likes to talk shit about herself and pretend. But she, dude, she almost she's fucking choked me good. yesterday.
1: Did she? We, when we were starting on each other's back. She got this fucking gee grip, like oh, a, like yeah. a bow and arrow grip. Oh yeah, and she had like a death grip on that thing. Well, dude, those girls go hard on each other. Dude, I almost literally, I, I legitimately, I almost tapped, and then I was like, wait a second. No <laughs> offense, Angela, but I was like, this bitch ain't tapping me out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I was like, I, I had to do like a little check, like, am I about to go unconscious? Nope, I'm just very uncomfortable. I am not fucking tapping. Like, I had, <laughs> I had to go through that process. I was like, God damn it.
0: Oh, man. Well, she'll be happy to know she got you at least that close.
1: I, I didn't want to tell her. No. Well, Hopefully she won't listen to this episode. Right.
0: Her bestie will tell her. <laughs> Hit the fucking grumpy guy class while they're giggling in the corner. Making fun of me. Exactly. So, all Anyways, right, man. All right. Well, cool. Well.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah,
0: everybody. you too,
1: man. I don't know. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving mm-hmm. to everybody. And fucking we'll see you motherfuckers next week yeah man be well ditto (laughs) Ditto.
0: thank you for listening to the grumpy guy bjj podcast
1: thank you all for listening you can find us on podbean apple podcast spotify and wherever else you listen to podcast please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review it really does help and will allow us to keep putting out episodes If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, hit us up at grumpyguybjj at gmail.com. Also, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com, and get signed up for podcast updates and get our free BJJ Improvement Starter Kit. That's it for now, so get on the mat, train hard, and talk to you all next week. With a permanent breath, a hermit now, Boom, Doggy, stool, foggy, cool Got a froggy, i molly dude Now they're calling Daisy Duke Hanging by the lace of their shoes No trace of the tools Shaped into face, fuck the rules Snooze, you lose One, I always open, it. it times two, no clue But soon a brief one suit Might give you a view to choose Stay tuned, include, won't conclude the end is near, beware, there's consequences,
2: but what you do To me demons, a devil on many levels I keep on beating for several of them rebels Me, myself, he died Me, myself, he died